0: If you teach a man anything, he will never learn. Quote by Bernard Shaw. Dilcarnage Carnage reminds us that learning is an active process. We learn by doing. The rapidity with which we forget is astonishing.
1: Wow. And that are the beginning words of the 24th episode of The Lobster Fight. Welcome back, guys. John, how are you doing? Doing absolutely fantastic. How are you doing, André? Very good, thanks. Yeah, that is the voice of Andréa. Has been on the podcast before, and uh, today we are very happy to have you here again.
0: Thank
2: you, guys. It's a pleasure.
1: And uh, we're sitting here. Set the scene, John,
2: maybe a little bit. Sitting in Andrea's amazing living room, (laughs) (laughs) set for perfect creative minds really developing thoughts. <laughs> Indeed. Actually. And Fine. today we're going to try a little bit of a different concept. We're going to try shortening the episodes a bit and really just focusing on really one part, on one thought process and really just developing on it. So, everyone that's listening, please let us know what you think about it. If you like the shorter form, if you like the longer form. And let's just take it from there.
1: I like that. I do like that. So this uh this quote here that you Read out loud to our listeners is the standpoint of today's chat, and uh what I suppose is that or what I would really like to do is to try to get our three different views on something which I mean is written in a book, it's a mm. quote, and how three different minds can have three different perceptions of something that they hear or read and um I'm very curious as to knowing a bit more about maybe your thoughts, Andrea, as you are the one who has is, who is also read the context of the book. Sean and I haven't read the book, in fact. And um, maybe what it means to you to start with.
0: Well, first of all, the, this quote comes from number six out of the nine suggestions that Dale Carnegie tells you, gives to you, in order to get the most out of this book. And uh, when I found this quote and the explanation that he gives, it's a... Uh, made so much sense indeed i saw it already from the past books that i read that you acquire so much information but then if you actually don't focus in applying applying yourself into into the putting these things in your in your
2: in your daily life then have you ever had any moments like that where you realized like after you read the quote where you realized okay in my life these are situations where i really I've learned it before, but i really only managed to keep the skill that I've learned or the task or the whatever it is by actually doing it. What do you mean?
1: I have an interesting uh, realization, which I've just had, of you two talking together, of a recent experience that maybe can put a few words onto this more um, precisely. Because the quote is it's, it's pretty great for me, to be honest. And uh, I'm thinking back to this weekend uh, where I spent the time in, in Denmark. And uh, I saw my one of my younger brothers, Matthias, studying for his exams uh, the first year of high school. And uh, I asked him, we are out driving in, in the car, and I, I asked him, uh, which, what, is, what is the next exam that you have coming up? And he 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 tells me that it's uh, it's an oral math exam. And I tell him, <laughs> because I had math at higher level, Uh, that my exam of that was in the third year. And it was with 18 different topics that I had to memorize in my head and work on to the point where in just 20 minutes, I could articulate the exact proof of every mathematical proof of the 18 topics. And he says, I have nine topics. And I'm like, it's already a pretty great number. And I start, you know, phrasing out, this topic that I remember the name of, this topic, this topic. And he has some of the similar ones. And how, if I were to imagine the the concepts, the formulas, the proofs of why these mathematical proofs works, it would be absolutely super difficult for me to make that work. And even just thinking of what the topics <laughs> are about, <laughs> I didn't remember it at all. But, you know, in that year of my life, six years ago yeah. or so, it, it, it was second nature, like I could just, I could just rephrase it uh, at an instant. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a great example of how something which you apply, use frequently, often, it sticks to your mind very much. And the moment you stop rehearsing it, using it, it fades away.
2: Yeah, I have a very similar experience out of that. When I was doing all my uh, Atlantic crossings, we were learning how to navigate using the stars and the moon and the sun, So we were doing celestial navigation. It was a really complex thing trying to figure out how it works. I mean, to be fair... What is that celestial navigation, Sean? So celestial navigation, basically, you will take a measurement from where the sun is located, how high it is off the horizon at a certain time of day. Mm -hmm. And with that, you will then be able to figure out which location in the world you are. Wow. However... Of course, if you don't practice it a lot, you'll end up in all over the place. Like if you were to look at our chart, we were sometimes 50 miles north, 50 miles south. Sometimes we were almost in Asia. So <laughs> the, the calculations sometimes didn't really work out. But I wanted to promise myself that I would always be able to remember how it works. Once we finished all the crossings, I never t- touched a Saxton after that ever again or did the calculations. And with a snap of a finger, once I didn't use it anymore, If you were to tell me I should, I would have to do that now for life or death. I probably would be struggling with it. Like it's once you stop it, there's no more kind of getting back into, or you can get back into it. But like this is why this is why we're doing
0: handstands every day. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) so we don't forget. (laughs) I learned my lesson with handstands. I I stopped for six months and it was completely gone. (coughs) completely gone started from the beginning (laughs) when we met that's funny you just bring up the physical part because i mean this what
1: sean is telling you celestial navigation is i mean it's mostly a mental thing that you have to remember recall how to do it obviously you have to use the sextant as well and Uh, measure everything
2: at the end of the day it's like the math equation yep 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 but
1: then you think something like riding a bike if you don't touch a bike for five years you can jump straight back onto a bike and ride it pretty easily, to be honest. Yeah. And the, the the body aspect is, I think, I believe for myself at least, it's pretty huge of of how you can get back to something so much easier if you've used your mind and your body. For example, this book, it is very much mental rehearsal. It is remembering how to improve your mind, how to improve your, let's say, yourself in a way. But there's no real interaction with your body through these things which Dale is talking about, I think. And, and the handstand is such a great example of... Yeah. You might suck at it the first day, but, like, after two, three days, you're really back at it. If you yeah. were to remember. <laughs> like, you would maybe not get to the level you are of now, but the connection between mind and body really helps.
0: I mean, even the more... The more you do something, then the more, I guess, when you stop doing it, it will be easier to pick up. It just the, the more time and hours you dedicated to doing a certain thing, then I, be, I guess that builds up more blocks in your mind about that memory. So it's easier after to, to do it again actively and pick it back up.
2: I think it's probably also quite interesting just to see, like, it, like, like the example that you said with riding a bike, of course you're not gonna lose it, but you'll be a bit rusty when you get back on the bike. However, you did go through the process that you had to learn riding a bike while actually having to ride a bike. It wasn't like when you learn how to drive a car. Yeah, first you sit in a classroom and you learn how to drive a car. Huh? But you're not actively driving a car and getting the experience of what happens when it rains, what happens when you push the brake, what happens when you accelerate. Yeah. Like that's then the actual physical part of actually doing the certain tasks that you before theoretically learned how to do. So I think it's probably something like that as well. Where it, once you really actively put, actively do it, you'll be able to kind of pick it up again.
1: Maybe we should go back to the quote and try to trying to go go through the things that you've written down on it. Because I I had this this thing that popped up, but only when listening. One, one
0: phrase that is. Uh, getting me quite a bit is the, the rapidity with which we forget is astonishing I feel that and that's quite actually scary sometimes it happens to me maybe No, I would say I was thinking about it can happen also in like life situations that are um, that are outside uh, of our control of wanting to actively do it in general like it's true.
1: When you have these mm, unusual experiences in front of you which you are confronted with and you maybe suffer
0: a bit like how to deal with it. The other day I saw a quote probably was maybe on Instagram w- which is said that the memories we want to remember are the ones we forget. Mm-hmm. The memories <laughs> we don't want to remember are the ones we remember. True. And that's kind of what I'm saying. It's It's kind of like this. When you have that when you live such these good great life experiences that you really want to remember, but actually, and you meet people and uh, you build relationships, but they, then they're just gone on a second, and you might see these people again, and you really have no feeling, no contact, no, no memory of them. It's true.
1: In terms of memory, I think it's really interesting because the repetitiveness is not something that you, are
2: <coughs> you don't
1: repetitively are remembered some in your life of a situation or of a moment or something, meeting people, as you say, something like that. But with the, with the memories, what I find so interesting is the cues which can aid of you recalling or remembering certain things. For example, this morning I was running and um, I was running this specific route from my, my parents' house in Denmark Four kilometers out, four kilometers back. And half of this trip from kilometer two to four and four to six is on this, not trail, but route next to a lake. And this this lake has a lot of smells around it. There's so many smells in the air of nature, of animals, of even sounds as well. But mainly the smells which worked for me today as incredible cues where I'm running through this and I'm listening to some music just to you know have a great time running. I don't do it often, but today I felt like it. But at a certain point, I stop it because I'm like, my mind is taking me somewhere because of my surroundings. These smells, I remembered from when I was probably like 8, 9, mm. 10 years old, and there was this sports day in school where all the kids in the entire school would meet up in this lake area of the forest and we would run these two routes one would be two kilometers and one would be four kilometers and you'd run that the whole day and see how many kilometers you could collect and here i am 24 years of age running yeah. this exact route I have this, and this uh, moment same. and this memory i would have never imagined myself thinking of it yeah. today like what is the what is the thing however the cue of yeah. a smell yeah can be so accurate and can bring you back so much i don't know if you've experienced
0: great, similar great saying there great thought yeah, yeah absolutely I, I i resemble with that feeling so much i have it so much it's f- and it's so cool with the smells like uh, the smells uh, uh the smell of the flowers when you when we exit the parking in front of 39 yep i always smell at these flowers because they just bring bring my mind in sardinia because sardinia is full of the same flowers and when i walk and i'm relaxed in vacation i this is, this, this is the smell, and it's, it gives me such a feeling and, and brings me back so many memories. But um, I thought, s- repeating the quote, the rapidity with which you forget is astonishing. Think about names, when people tell you names. Boom, forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Every time. It's like, like he, he tells you, like not even when you say it at the same time, but he tells, says the straight name. One minute, it's
1: gone. That is that is so true. And what we've learned, I think it is maybe from Dale as well, is to again ask the name again. Exactly. <laughs> and then maybe you'll we'll forget it again. <laughs> ask but the name again. You know what's again.
0: crazy that we, I've been practicing the asking the name again. And that should be a build up to paying more attention when they tell you the name of the first time. So you don't have to ask always the second time. But it doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just the first time you always miss it. It's always gone. <sighs> Somehow. Depends. Maybe but sometimes it saves itself.
1: It is true. It is true, and um, it's it's interesting how this quote. Can you read the short form of it again?
0: Yeah.
1: Just the f- the first part.
0: Yeah. If you go, if you teach a man anything, he will never learn.
1: Exactly that.
0: Mm. I can tell you what that is
1: too. You know, to remember the name, you have to then ask the name again if he doesn't remember it. Spell out the name, something like that. I can teach you this, but if it's not something that you go out and practice, I mean, you will never learn this. You will never remember it. And you just repeatedly forget people's names.
0: Yeah.
1: It's something that you're confronted with every day, to be honest.
2: That's any action. May it be riding a bike. May it be fishing. May it be doing anything. So what we can conclude is that priority
1: of what you repetitively focus on is huge. Because things that you don't do, like, for example, celestial navigation, even yeah. though you spend time on a boat every day, you haven't practiced the skill, which is exactly. of a sailor,
2: much necessary. And there we were learning how to do it. There we weren't actively using it. Yeah. And that was a big diff- That was the big issue out of it. We just learned how to do it. We never actively did it for a longer period of time to rely on it. And so you lost the skill. Exactly. I think sure you can get it again, but it's a lot more difficult.
0: So,
1: so what we can conclude is the following: that only knowledge, which is in fact used, sticks in your mind. Indeed. Yeah. Therefore, be careful with what knowledge <coughs> you wish to stick, because only very little things stick.
0: <laughs> to be honest, not a lot of yeah. knowledge sticks. Exactly. But uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, this is, a, I think what we can conclude is also that you really, this is, an, this is another clue to the fact that you direction your life where you want it, where you want to go. So the things you want to focus on because you want to learn more, you want to be better at, you want to get these skills, you put in the time and you actively practice them. And this is how then you won't forget, you will learn and you won't forget and you have to let things go and make the accounts of what are the things in life that you want to let go. Facts.
1: That's great. Amazing. On that note, I think we've gotten around a beautiful quote. And thank you very much for listening, guys. It's been a real pleasure having this little interesting chat of a new concept of...
2: Yeah. Thank you very much. Adria. Thank you very much, Fred. It's been a pleasure. See you next time. See well, you next time. Lobsters. Ciao. Ciao. Adios. <laughs>